1: Because that's what, you know, the, I've told you before, we, I won't dive into this, but during the tribulation we will see a false trinity. We'll see Satan as the false father, the false prophet as the false spirit, but the Antichrist will be the false messiah, the false son. And they want to be like God. One of the things they've always wanted to do, Satan's always wanted to do, is be omnipresent. Well, he can't be, because he's one single being. He's not like our God, our God, our Father, who is omnipresent. But here's the thing, with the internet of all things and with his tentacles all over the world through all of this stuff... And this new technology, it will give a semblance of that. Remember this, you know, have you ever been, you've just had your cell phone with you, and then all of a sudden you're talking to a friend, you know, I want to go golf. And then you get golfing ads, because it's always listening. I mean, not to freak you out, you already know this stuff. But this is all part of it. What remarkable days we live in. And so think about that. You know, I was uh, doing some research about artificial intelligence, because I believe somehow this image will have some kind of connection to it. And uh, I found this article this last week. You know, we've heard about Chat GPT, this remarkable AI system. Well, they created something called Chaos GPT, and they wanted to use it for nefarious things. Um, well, let me read you this article. The headline is this AI tasked with destroying humanity, now trying new tactic. <laughs> That's the headline on Vice through Drudge Report. And then it says, Humans are so naive. This is a quote from the AI. Humans are so naïve, they think they can stop me with their petty threats and countermeasures. Okay, so the article goes on to say this. Chaos GPT, that autonomous open source AI agent tasked with destroying humanity, among other grandiose goals, is still working hard to bring about the end of our species, albeit with efforts focused on a new plan of attack. To recap, Chaos GPT's first go at ending our species didn't quite work out. It couldn't find any nukes, (laughs) thank God. Uh, The bot's natural first go-to for destroying the world. And when it tried to delegate some of the tasks to a fellow autonomous agent, that other peaceful agent shut down Chaos GPT. The last time we checked in, however, it had only really gotten as far as running some weapons seeking Google searches and a few uh, less than convincing tweets. But Chaos GPT, importantly, runs on a continuous mode, meaning that it's programmed to no matter what keep going and find a way to survive until it achieves whatever goal it's been given. As such, the bot is still kicking with a new plan of execution to show for it." Okay, I'm, I'm not here to scare you because we know God's plan. We know how it all ends. But that, you have to admit, that's a little scary in a sense. It's a little scary. Now, again, because of all the backlash on AI, you're going to see a lot of this. And even the AI, the the programs are starting to say things differently. Oh, I'm just a program-based or a textual-based thing. You know, even how they declare themselves is now changing. And I've seen it. And like I said, I've been doing a lot of research. The crazy thing is, is, because I was doing research eight months ago, all of that research I was doing eight months ago, I had to throw out. It's no longer valid. That's how fast this technology is moving. And so I did a little more research this week. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, I was looking at this, and I got an insider, an expert analysis. I asked um, this insider. I said, hey, what are, what are some of the things that are really um, alarming to people who work within AI? And these are the four things that I was given. AI could become so intelligent that it surpasses human intelligence, that it could gain sentient life, this is also known as the intelligence explosion, which reminded me of a verse in Daniel that knowledge shall increase in the end times. And it, it is a major concern for many experts. If AI does not become or does become more intelligent than humans, it could pose a serious threat to our existence. Second thing, AI could be used to create autonomous weapon systems that could kill without human intervention. Oh, nice. This is a major concern for many people as it could lead to new arms races and increase the risk of war. Cold War II times two. I mean, multiplied. Third thing, AI could be used to manipulate people and control their behavior. We're already seeing some of that, by the way. Fourth thing, AI could be used to create new forms of cyber warfare that could cripple our infrastructure and economy. This is a major concern for many people, as it could lead to widespread chaos and disruption. Think famine and pestilence, lack of food supply, all of these things. And, And by the way, my insider expert, that was an AI computer that answered this. Those four things were all an AI computer. He said I could share it today with you guys, by the way. So I'm not kidding. But, uh, but seriously, think about the days we're living. As I said, we see, not to use a biblical, biblical cliche, but I do it all the time. We see the writing on the wall. Things are happening. God's plan is coming to fruition, not man's plan, not Satan's plan, but God's plan. And so if we see all these things forming that are going to be active during the tribulation, I ask you again, how much closer is the rapture of the church? Because we know that precedes it. But back in Mark 13, when this abomination of desolation takes place, all of those living within Israel should run. That's what Jesus is saying. You know, in Luke 21.20, the parallel passage, um, it's pretty incredible because he said this, but when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then you know that desolation is near. Well, those during 70 AD used this passage too because those believing in Yeshua, they could use this passage, this warning from Jesus because the armies did surround Jerusalem. But we know it's, the ultimate fulfillment is in the tri- uh, tribulation because it says desolation is near. And again, so when you see the abomination of desolation, Verse 14, spoken by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. I also want to point this out. In that verse 14, which I know we're spending a lot of time on that verse today, but for reason, it says, let the reader understand. It's almost as if Jesus knew that there were going to be students of the Bible, brand new ones, brand new believers in the tribulation. And he was going to personally teach them through his word. Let the reader understand. We'll come back to that. But then, verse 15, let him who is on the housetop, we know it says, not go down into the house, nor enter or take anything out of the, his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days, and pray that your flight may not be in winter. All of those things, again, could be partially fulfilled in 70 AD, but we know they will be ultimately fulfilled during the tribulation. And Jesus is giving the Jewish audience, those new believers in Yeshua, practical advice. When you see this happening, run. Run to the hills and don't stop running. Get out of town. And this is how we know it's during the tribulation. You might be asked, well how do we know it's in the tribulation? Well look at this, verse 19, for in those days there will be tribulation. Such has not been since the beginning of the creation, which God created until this time, nor ever shall be. And unless the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he chose, he shortened the days. So again, partial fulfillment then. But we know this will not be ultimately fulfilled until the tribulation. Why? Verse 19 to 20. This will be the worst time the world has ever known. And I I tell you guys this. Uh, I've, I've said it before, think about this. This is saying it's worse than the flood. That's what Jesus himself, these are red letters. Jesus is saying this is the worst time the world has ever seen or ever will see. This is why we know it wasn't 70 AD. This is why we know this time has not happened yet. This is the worst time the world will ever know during the tribulation. And we read that God will shorten the days for who? The elect's sake. This is another mistake and error people make in their theology. When it's talking about the elect, especially during the tribulation, it's talking about Israel. They're the elect in this context. And God has to shorten the days to save Israel, to complete His promise. And we know this. This is what's so heartbreaking. It's hard for me to even talk about it for many reasons. But the Holocaust was bad. And you who don't think it's bad, let's talk. But it was bad. But two-thirds of the Jewish people during the tribulation are going to be killed. Two-thirds. Now, I'm thankful that the Lord is going to save a faithful one-third remnant. He's going to save them. He's going to seal them. But because of the rejection of Messiah, of Yeshua, they're going to suffer. They're going to be brutally hunted. And this is why, you know, sometimes when I hear the hatred towards Jewish people, even, you know, the Hollywood elite and all this, Look, be careful not to feed that beast, because understand that is nothing but spirit of Antichrist. That is Satan himself. He hates the Jewish people because of who they represent and what they represent, his destruction. And know this, it's for your benefit that they were cut off, that they were blinded. And so it's a powerful thing, but here's the other thing I wanted to mention. Daniel 9.27 even tells us when these events will occur, Daniel 9.27, it says, Then he, speaking of the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. That's a week of years. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. This is how we know there's a temple. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. This is speaking of the abomination of desolation. It happens at the midpoint of the tribulation. And we know this too, because in Revelation we know Then in the first three and a half years, the two witnesses, who I believe are Moses and Elijah, it's okay, you don't have to agree with me, you can have a different opinion, but um, for three and a half years they're going to be given power to preach. For 1260 days, three and a half years on a Jewish calendar, 360 days for the year, they're going to be able to preach. And In Revelation chapter 11, verse 3, we read this, And I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. So we know whatever transpires at the midpoint of the tribulation is going to be a massive major event when this abomination of desolation occurs, when this image is set up in the temple, when this image is set up that has breath, that has life, that controls the world, its finances, and is able to slaughter those who won't worship it.
0: This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, Please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you.
1: Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in, grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, GolgothaFellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A-Fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.